Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you? You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, DR Morgan Coaching. And the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited. So go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. Hello, hello, Dr. Morgan here. And I'm so excited about today's episode. We're going to talk about a very important piece of dating mindset. And why is your dating mindset important? Because it determines how you are willing to show up in dating. And it it determines if you'll stay in the dating game. So many people who I work with, they'll say, well, I'm just sick of the dating apps. I'm sick of dating. I'm taking six months off, right? And what's really important to realize is that Dating needs to feel sustainable, where you need to be able to, of course, step away, move away from it when you need to really fill up your cup. But overall, you need to be able to stay consistent with it. Just like any part of your life, if you are taking time where you're really all in on something, And then time where you want nothing to do with it. Think about a gym routine. If you're crazy going to the gym three hours a day for a week, and then you're like, oh, I'm sick of this. I'm taking a month off. 
that's not how you make the changes that you want. So your dating life, how you show up in dating, it needs to be sustainable. One of the ways to make it sustainable, meaning that you can continually show up in it and stick with it, one of the ways to do that is to protect your dating mindset. So I want to talk with you today about one aspect of your dating mindset. And that is how to be 100% clear on your standards and how to let go of expectations. And, And I will explain to you why this is really important. And then I'll also talk with you about standards and how and how you get clear on them and I'll try to give you some examples. This episode came about because I posted a reel on my Instagram um on my page and it, the reel was just expectations versus standards and uh I was trying to explain it in the Instagram caption and a lot of you were commenting and reaching out to me saying that you were confused that you didn't get it. So I hear you. I want to make sure that you get it. So here I am making an episode to further clarify what this means and how you can apply it to your life. Okay, so let's talk about expectations. Think about expectations in life. Expectations are when our brain is expecting what will happen, right? Our, think about your expectations of, let's say you've you know, we'll, we'll use dating as an example. You've been talking to somebody on a dating app. You matched with them on Bumble or the League or Hinge or where, wherever, Coffee Meets Bagel. Um, you're talking to this person. You're getting really excited for the date. And then you have expectations. Maybe the expectations are, oh, there's going to be a spark. We're going to get along. We're going to keep talking about how we both love going to Disney World and ooh maybe we'll be planning a trip there to go together and i know he mentioned his sister's wedding was coming up so he's probably going to want me to be his plus one notice how the expectation train can become a runaway train very very quickly when we start feeling expectations in our dating life about people that we're barely getting to know that we just met, we are setting ourselves up for failure. And part of it is because we're staying in our emotional mind, we're staying in our emotional place instead of connecting to the reality of what's actually happening, instead of connecting to the facts Instead of being a love scientist and gathering the data, right, as I've taught you to do, uh, you get stuck in the la-la land of expectations. And what does that lead to? It leads to you making decisions based on what you want to happen instead of what is actually happening. So making decisions, emotional-based decisions based on what you would expect to happen in the future instead of the reality of what you know about the person and what you know about the connection. So that's expectations. 
And this can look like even going on three or four dates and then having the expectations that it's going to turn into a very serious relationship instead of being willing to be open, honest, direct, and communicate assertively about where you're at and what you would like in a relationship. And then being a scientist, being incredibly curious and asking the other person, what would they like? What do they want out of a relationship, right? So if I'm stuck in expectations, I'm not going to gather the data that I need to gather to know whether or not I should be emotionally investing into the relationship, okay? So they're very dangerous if you get stuck in these long-term. All right, and then in comparison, let's talk about standards. So I could go on and on about this. I'm gonna try to make it brief, y'all. I could go I could go on a, tan- a tangent here, but okay. Your standards are yours to decide. Only you know what your standards are. I can't tell you what they are. Only you know. Here's the catch. They're oftentimes correlated with your self-worth. If you have not done the internal work to really heal your self-worth, to heal your beliefs about yourself and your beliefs about relationships, your standards are going to suck. I hate to say it that way, but that's the reality. And I've been in plenty of relationships where if you looked at my standards, you would realize that they were responsible for the low quality of relationships that I was allowing to happen in my life. So the thing about standards is it's this huge, it's this, I don't even know how to put this into words. Standards are the surface the surface result of really taking ownership of your life and really doing the internal work, okay? And the thing about when you hear that word standard, you realize that it's it's unshakable. It's not a preference. It's not even a boundary. There's, there's flexibility in those things. It's a standard. It's clear. It is what it is. It doesn't change. So, For example, if you haven't done some of the internal work, if you haven't been able to really do some healing, you may not have clarity on your standards um, and you may allow people who lie to you in your life. You may allow people who put you down. Um, You may allow people who take and take and take in the relationship instead of give to you reciprocally. There may be a ton of BS that you're allowing into your life because you haven't done the internal work to create the standards required for great relationships. So here's what I want you to think about. Um, You need to be able to have done the internal work because you can listen to this podcast and then go write down what your standards are. But if you don't actually feel them to your bone and believe them, at your core. And if you can't actually uphold those standards, they mean nothing. So in order to identify your standards and then actually uphold them, it does require that internal work. Okay. 
So I'm going to dive into it. And all this being said, know that you may have a cognitive awareness, but that's different than an emotional awareness where these standards are truly internalized and where you can put them into action effortlessly. Okay. So some standards would be open, honest, direct communication. That is a huge one for me in all of my relationships. Open, honest, direct communication. Other standards are boundaries. Being able to set your own boundaries, to honor my boundaries, to know that boundaries are simply part of a connection with me. They, they will happen for you. They will happen for me. We will, once again, openly, honestly, and directly communicate about what our boundaries are. Another standard that I have, and this one is, this is just my personal ones. You may not even align with this, but another standard I have is prioritizing family. So that's for myself. Um, and that's also for the partner that that I choose. And And what does that look like? It looks like having respect for family. Um, it looks like understanding that for me, it's really important in my life to build a family. So having children, um, dogs at the moment, right? But creating, creating space in life for family. That's a standard. I used to think that I could be flexible on that, but I was lying to myself. Um, so once again, real doing the work and taking ownership, family is just a huge huge part of my life. And it's it's one of my top values. So notice how your values and your standards are going to overlap. Um, more standards. You, you may have a standard of no infidelity, right? When, when you think about it, you may say, you know, my standard is absolutely zero tolerance policy for cheating. That is reasonable. And I think it's important to note that there can be times where you might be able to work through it. So I feel like that's its whole other episode. But, but essentially, if you have a standard where there's no cheating, no infidelity, you have to make sure that you're honoring that for yourself too, that you're showing up that way in the relationship. Because I know a lot of people who have that standard for their partner, yet at the same time, they're engaged in other connections with other people. So that's the thing about standards. You have to make sure that you know what they are for you before you could ever express them to someone else. Because if you don't know what they are for you, there's no way that you can express them to another person. Right? Um, your standards may also have to do with your spiritual background, um, your your religion. Uh, some of you, if you feel very strongly a value about um, being vegan, right? Um, some of you may have standards about personal growth. That is that is definitely one of mine. Is that I commit to growing as a human, and my partner has to have an openness to growth as well. They don't have to be on the same 
intense trajectory that I am of constantly reading and seminars and doing all the work, but they have to have an openness for growth. That has to be a value that we're open to growing together. Because if you're willing to grow as an individual, then you're willing to grow as a couple. So I'm giving you all these examples, right? And I'm sure you can think about what some of your standards are. And like I said, you have to make sure you are actually honoring them before you would expect a partner to honor them. So when you're dating, when you're dating, here's what you want to do. Think about your standards and then take it a step further. Think about how do you want to feel in the relationship? How is it that you want to feel in your ideal relationship? So let's, let's say I want to feel securely attached. I want to feel safe. And then once you have that feeling, think about what does it look like? Right. So, you know, one of my standards was open, honest, direct communication. So I want to feel secure and safe. What does that look like? For me, it looks like open, honest, direct communication. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're going, well, hey, I'm not really sure what my standards are in in a relationship. I want you to think about how do you want to feel And then ask yourself, what does it look like to feel that way? Some of you, when you're really honest, you'll say, I want to feel desired physically. I want to feel physically close with my partner, right? That's completely normal. And I think a lot of people have that as a standard, but not all, right? So if you're saying that, you'd say, what does that look like? And then you'd work backwards. Maybe it's we make time to cuddle. We prioritize sexual connection. We, um, you know, we make time for trips away to really protect that space in our relationship. So you get the idea, right? How how you want to feel. And then you want to operationalize how you want to feel in terms of what does what needs to take place in the relationship in order to create the feeling that you want. So operationalize the way that you want to feel. And then that helps you get really clear on your standards. So are you taking notes? You might have to listen to this a few times. You might have to stop it and then journal, take some time to really reflect and say, well, what are my standards? How do I want to feel? And for some of you, this might be the first time that you are consciously and intentionally asking yourself these questions because so much, so many of us are just unconsciously repeating the relationship patterns that were given to us. We're repeating the relationship models that we witnessed growing up. So we haven't taken time to really slow down and intentionally create the model for how we want our relationship to be, right? So you might have to do this a few times. 
And that's okay. Just give yourself compassion. It's new. You you will get a better understanding the more time that you spend with these questions. So how do you want to feel? What would it look like? That gives you clarity on your standards. And then let's apply it. Let's apply it to your dating life. Okay. So people are asking me, well, what, what do you even mean? What does this look like? So when you're dating, when you have new opportunities coming your way, you're connecting with people, what I want you to do is have that clarity of your standards and then to release expectations. This is also in alignment with secure attachment. When we're securely attached, we know our value, we know our worth, and we have clarity on what we're looking for in a partner. So this looks like showing up to the dates and really asking yourself, does this connection feel in alignment with my standards? How do I feel right now? right? So many of us, we get used to just wondering, ooh, do they like me? How do they feel? What did they think of me? That's totally normal to think that, but you really want to hone in on how do I feel in this connection? Does this connection match up with the standards that I've set for myself? And I feel like I got to take a little caveat here. For my avoidantly attached folks, for my folks who really, really struggle with intimacy, what I want you to do is be intentional that you're not using your standards as a way to avoid intimacy. Because sometimes what will happen is we'll have our standards so, so high. I've heard this countless times from my avoidantly attached folks. They'll just say, There's nobody on the dating market who lives up to my standards. That's simply not true. It's just not true. There are, there are people out there. And what can happen is you're actually using your standards as a distancing tool. So you're making them so high that there's no way that anyone could meet them. So how do we avoid this? The key is you get clarity on what really, really matters. When you have absolute clarity on your standards, it's not going to be more than three to five things. Three to five things. If you've got a list of 10, 15 things, go back and get absolutely clear on what really, really matters to you. And some people say, well, what about physical attraction? Hey, that's, you know, that's part of the the intimacy piece that I talked about. Physical attraction really does matter. But what I find is sometimes people even use that. They'll use their their physical quote unquote standards um, as a distancing strategy. So when people really go through a lot of internal healing work Uh, in the relationship space, which obviously I've witnessed a ton and I've done so myself, one of the interesting things is you start to hear them say, well, I used to have a type. I would only date people who were six foot tall and dark hair and um, drove a sports car, right? Like they would say I had a type, 
But now that I've done the healing work, I no longer have a quote unquote physical type. So I just want to throw that out there that sometimes your standards or what you think are your standards are actually a distancing tool and they're not actually your standards. So that's why this work, it actually is done better with a coach. I know I'm trying to give you a time value here on the podcast. I'm trying to coach you. Um, and sometimes you really, really need that person, the other, the coach, right? You need a person to call you out to help you get absolute clarity because a lot of times we just can't see it for ourselves. We really need outside help. Okay. So you're in the dating scene. You have absolute clarity on your standards. You're not using them as a distancing tool, but you have clarity on what your core standards are. And what you want to do is gather the data, be the love scientist, show up to the dates, keep gathering the data and see, see if the person lives up to your standards. And if they do, great. And if you need more data, then you gather more data. But here's the important thing. You're letting go of your expectations. So instead of having expectations that they are going to meet your standards, what you're doing is you're leaning back. You have absolute clarity on your standards and you are letting them show you who they are and you're gathering the data to see if they meet your standards. And you know that there are people that will meet your standards and that do. So you have that abundance mindset and you're able to say, well, hey, if you're not meeting my standards, I'm going to, with kindness and with love, I'm going to say that this relationship doesn't feel right for me. It's not the right relationship for me. I'm going to release you from my life and I'm going to let you go find someone who you're better suited for. And I'm going to make space in my life for the great relationship that lives up to my standards. End of story. I'm going to guard that space like it's incredibly valuable because it is. And I'm going to know that there are people out there that would be so excited to date me that will align with my standards and that growth and connection with them will feel easy. Okay. I hope that this episode has been helpful because I got so many questions on expectations versus standards. And it is incredibly important to really nail this when you're dating. And when you have this figured out, it makes dating so much more fun, so much easier. And it allows you to stay in the game for the long run. It allows you to stay consistent with dating because you're not getting burnout. You're not investing energy into people who don't meet your standards. You are showing up empowered and you're allowing yourself to connect with the people who you really have potential to grow with and build an incredible connection with. So once again, I hope this was helpful to you. Of course, you know, I have the empowered, secure and loved relationship program this does help you get absolute clarity on your standards. 
more importantly, it helps you do the internal work that supports you honoring those standards and maintaining them. And it helps you create space so that you effortlessly attract that relationship that you really want. So if you have been back and forth, you're not sure whether or not you want to do the program, I want you to know now is the time. Don't spend the rest of 2022 going on dates and getting your energy wasted and not feeling clear and having a bunch of drama and chaos in your dating life. Trust me, I've been there. It's exhausting. It's not a good look for anyone. Don't let that be you. Now is the time to really make a change. And you can apply to the program. There's the link in my Instagram bio and a link in the show notes. We'd love to coach you on your transformation. And of course, you know, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.